your dream will almost be the carrot sometimes that leads you into the next step. And that's what reveals the next step and the next one. And so that's why I'm such a big proponent too, of just getting out there and taking the step you can see because that will open up doors that you can't even picture now. Hey everyone, I'm so excited to have Jessica Johnson on the podcast today. She's an author, entrepreneur, speaker, and she hosts the Bright Life podcast. So she was recently on Keisha Gitmary's podcast and I just knew that conversation was so fun. It was so awesome and I just knew she had to come on here because you guys would get so much out of it. So of course... She is here and I just am just so excited if you can't already tell in my voice. She also has a book called Your Bright Life, which is such an amazing book. And of course, we chat about it. It's linked in the show notes and it's just I just adore her. I adore what she stands for. I love the fact that she is absolutely living her bright life and that she's so passionate to help other women learn how to live theirs. So check it out. Of course, the book is amazing too. I have some copies to do a giveaway. You'll see that on Instagram at Hello Audrey Rose and let's get into it. Hey friend, welcome to the Ready to Rise podcast with your host, me, Audrey Rose. This is the podcast all about taking your life to the next level. Join me on my journey as I create a life that I'm obsessed to wake up for every day. I hope that you are ready to create a life that you really, really love. Are you ready to rise? Welcome, Jess. Like, I'm so excited to have you on. And I would love if you could give us, I mean, you talk about it in your book, but if you could give us a little bit about your story as far as like, how you got to this point where now you have the freedom to travel and do things. And like, I mean, you didn't start off this way. I mean, you realized this. Yeah. Yeah. I think I started like so many people where I was in a nine to five and I enjoyed the work decently enough, but I just had this instinct and feeling like there was more, there was something else out there, but I had no idea where to begin with what my passion was. Everyone seemed like they knew from birth what their thing was and they were chasing that purpose. And I was like, I'll do whatever it takes. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. So I really began just experimenting and building side hustles and blogs and trying to figure out my thing. And um, eventually, you know, became so passionate about studying holistic health and nutrition. So that was my first business. It got me excited enough to take a chance and leave corporate and start a business doing that more on like the coaching side Yeah. once I got certified and loved that, but just felt like started to notice that my days were becoming a lot like they were in corporate where it was just back to back everything and um, nonstop calls. And yeah. so I thought, okay, I love so much about this. What are the parts that I love? And it was always the days I got to be a little bit more heads down and creative and write to teach my clients or share a blog or an article. And so started leaning into that. That led me to my second business, which was a content writing businesses for like healthcare wellness brands. And then that grew into its own thing as well. And so now after you know 15 years in the industry and a degree in journalism and all the things um i do that and i also mentor women on how to scale their own 
profitable content writing businesses um, because, you know, you just learn a lot growing your own and getting to that multi six figure point and building a team. So if I can help anyone else create the freedom and get there faster, then it's so much more fun to do it with other women versus on your own and, and, you know, keeping all that. So I love that. And what I obviously like, what I love the most is that you are doing this from all over the world. Yeah. (laughs) You've created a lifestyle though, that supports your dreams and your vision of what Mm -hmm. your bright life looks like, which I would love to chat about a little bit more. Like, I love what you talk about early on in the book about like envisioning your bright life, envisioning what lights you up, envisioning like what gets you excited, what your life, you know, what you want it to look like, and then learning how to kind of support that, which I think you did a great job of, you know, like, yeah. And you know, the funny thing is like travel became part of the thread that really unraveled. It wasn't even the thing that got me out. I I craved a little more freedom. I craved the ability to have my own business, to make an impact in a way I was passionate about, to um, have more freedom and more of my own schedule. And so that is initially what got me into entrepreneurship. And then I just started to realize, you know, I'm working a lot of the days at Starbucks or at coffee shops or at a co-working space. And so that's where I got this idea. If I'm just sitting in Seattle doing this every day, which is where I was at the time, I bet I could do this from coffee shops around the world. And so that's where that next dream was born. And it led to, it's been five years now of, you know, 35 plus countries. I now spend, you know, summers, um, you know, in Europe half the year and then go back to the States the other half. So that's almost the part of it too, where your dream will almost be the carrot sometimes that leads you into the next step. And that's what reveals the next step and the next one. And so that's why I'm such a big proponent too, of just getting out there and taking the step you can see, because that will open up doors that you can't even picture now um, and dreams that are almost waiting for you to get to that next jump off until you can see where you're headed next. I love that because, you know, I talk so much about burnout and I just, I truly believe like a big part of what you're saying is like realizing it, right? Like realizing what lights you up, what, what's not lighting you up in your life right now. Yeah. I think so much about burnout is when people are not following their dreams, not following their bright life. And they're like going down, like you said, the nine to five job that's not exciting for them. They're on that hamster wheel. They're just going, 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 rinse and repeat. And you're like, hold on, I could do this. I could still, I could, I can have a job that fulfills me while I pour into others And I could do it from places that I want to. I can have the freedom that I want to. Like I can chase, you know, something that gives me more freedom, that gives me more fulfillment and excitement in my life. And I think that I would love to hear from you honestly about um, how you think that other people can realize this, like stop the hamster wheel for a moment and look into what might be causing like this cycle how to break it. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. So I think a lot of people mislabel themselves as procrastinators or as quote unquote lazy or tired or whatever, when really sometimes it's simply a matter of where your energy rises or falls in terms of what you love or not. So 
for me, I could get so burnt out doing something that I am not fueled by and inspired by. And I noticed that my energy just crashes and I'll spend the day kind of procrastinating. But if it's something I feel really lit up by and inspired by, and I can't wait to make a difference in that way, I can be a whole different person energy wise. So there, I think there is a dynamic not to oversimplify it because burnout can be years and years of compounding things. But that was one of the first things I started to pay attention to was where do I feel my energy rise or fall? And how can I start leaning into that as a telltale clue for finding my passion and what lights me up? And once I started to do that, I just started to get these little clues for like, okay, it's always high for working on this thing, or I can work a full day, but if I get home, I want to look up this, you know, I want to spend two hours researching this or working on this side hustle. And that kind of pulled me out of it a little bit. Um, But I think there's also this balance of like, you know, rest is part of the creative process. So if you're in a season where you really need that break, kind of remove the pressure of being the person who has to go and find the online business or build the thing or find the work from home job and just allow your like spirit to take you wherever it wants to in a rest mode. So what book sounds good? Like if you just want to curl up and watch a movie or a documentary or talk about something with a girlfriend, like what just feels nourishing and easeful to you? And that will kind of get you back to a place where you probably find your next step, but you do it from a place of not like forcing. It's kind of coming in through the other direction where your body's going to almost self re-self-regulate. And then once you're at a place where you can handle more input, it'll lead you there. So good. Because I, I know like, you know, back to burnout, like everybody says, you know, get that rest. Like you're burning yourself out. You're doing too much. And it's so good what you just said of like, rest, follow what lights you up, like take a break because that's when the creativity, that's when the other like downloads will come in and will, you know, light you up like, right. Like you'll then have space to know what your dreams are to be able to even follow any of that. So, oh my God, it's just beautiful advice. Like, I think that so many people are just caught up and don't see the way out of that. And so these reminders, your entire book is full of reminders of how to live your bright life, like change it up, go for it. And, um, and it's exciting. Like it's so, it can be really scary. I think for people to change and to maybe follow their dreams, but it's exciting at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, fear is just the flip side of excitement. You know, it's just, you get, it's almost like that roller coaster. Have you heard that analogy where you can either go down the roller coaster screaming like, ah, or you can go down it screaming like, wee. And that's the difference between kind of this excitement versus fear where flip side of the same emotion, but you can totally um, approach it from where, you know, just those two different lenses and it feels, one feels lighter and one feels a little bit heavier. And then I think just some grace around like, of course, going after something new is going to be scary. Like it doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. It means you're doing something new and your body's going to try and figure that out and self-regulate to bring you back to a place of I'm good. I know what's going on. And so if you can do that in your own mind a little by being like, we're good. We got this. Nothing's out of the norm here. We're, We're just trying something new. Then I think that can help a little bit as well. It's so easy. It's easy to get really freaked out by things, but it's 
really good practice to start to flip the script and start mm-hmm. to remind yourself, like, I'm doing something new. This can be super exciting. Like, this is like, I'm changing my life. Like, yeah. like imagine, I mean, just imagining when you're on that hamster wheel, it's really hard to get off and imagine, I understand. But when you're on that hamster wheel, if you could look forward to the trajectory of your life, like what's going to happen? Like, what is, how's it going to look 10, 15, 20 years from now, if you're just continuing the same way, you know, are you fulfilled? Are you excited versus getting off of that and looking at, I mean, what could, what your life could be? I mean, how exciting yeah. it could be, you know? and. And I think there's something to be said too for entrepreneurship being really scary because society teaches us that security comes from a steady nine to five corporate yeah. job. But I mean, we could get fired at any moment. Like there isn't yeah. really security, you know? And you know, what I loved about learning a skill like copywriting or building my own business was that. I was surprised how empowered I felt by learning exactly how to get another client anytime because for exactly what you mentioned, now I wasn't going into work, hoping the job market stayed the same, hoping the company had a good year, relying on that one employer, burning myself out, doing everything possible to create security in that position. But for me, I could go and once I learned how to get clients through writing for my particular path, For me, that was just a really freeing, secure feeling of being like, I could go tomorrow and find another client if I ever needed to. I could scale my hours up or down to work with my life, my income needs. Um, And so I didn't even really realize that getting into it, what a good feeling that was. But it just gave you that feeling of no matter what happens, um, there's a skill that you have to then go and earn for yourself. And that just led to a feeling of real you know, security and independence for myself. And, you know, for, I don't know, I think for anyone else who's in that spot, it could potentially do the same with regardless of whether it's writing or something else. It's like you learn that skill and then you have something that makes you um, just more secure in a whole nother way, not dependent on another company to give you that. Yeah, exactly. Dependent on yourself, showing yourself that you can do it. Is there anything else that you want to add that you feel like, you know, that burned out woman who's just not, you know, chasing her dreams like that she needs to hear? You know, that it doesn't have to be this all or nothing thing. I think that for me, when I was in my nine to five juggling all the things, I definitely felt that feeling of just, there's so much to do. I get home and it, you know, I had an hour commute each way. And by the time you had a nine hour plus work day and eight lunch at your desk, <laughs> working on emails yeah. and stuff, yeah. I definitely felt that lack of energy for anything else at the end of the day. So you know, for me, I just made a practice of getting creative with the time that I did have. So it wasn't usually like I could dedicate an entire, you know, a few hours every single night to build this dream. It was like I had one night a week. Mondays was my night and I blocked off a few hours and I would batch my work and I would get it done. And like, that's enough to move a dream forward. You know, even my first blogs went from 10 readers, including probably my mom, my sister, and me checking it five times to eventually that after a few years led to Nike and Lexus and brand partnerships. So, and that was only from that Monday, you know, batching work. And so when I was getting ready to start my business, it was a lot of like, 
when I'd walk on the treadmill, I'd watch Marie Forleo or listen to podcasts or audiobooks and um, watch trainings and, you know, would divert some of my resources and income from my job and use that to fund the next dream and get the training and resources I needed to start it. So it doesn't have to be like this all or nothing thing. You have to go all in. You have to burn the boats and put yourself in that kind of stress. Use what you have. Like the compound effect is real. And as long as you're just consistent and keep at it with the little bit that you can, um, that does add up and that will point you to your next steps and your next community that's going to hold you and help you and give you more resources and support. So that was like a big part of it too. I just think you know, whatever you can give is enough. And hopefully that little bit of time you have gives back to you and like lights you up and sparks that energy again. So it's not just another thing that pulls from you, but it's actually something that like replenishes you for the rest of the week until you get that chance again. I feel like that's some of the best advice we've heard on this podcast because honestly, like thinking about it in that way, you don't have to do it all. You don't have to get every single thing and burn yourself out every night doing all all this and working towards a side hustle, because I just think that what you just said, it can rob you of the joy and we don't want that. Right. And Uh. it's the reason you're building something just, you know, to give what you can to it. I mean, obviously you want to. Oh, you guys, I have something so exciting to share with you. So I was looking back through my episodes and like what's been downloaded a lot. And it looks like one of the Sunday Scaries episodes that had a quick journaling tool to help you get through the sticky situation has been downloaded so many times. And I'm really excited to announce that I now am offering workbooks. So if you go to my website, they are short, they are sweet, they are simple, and they are not expensive. Just go to helloaudreyrose.com slash workbooks and you can actually get in to check out some of those fun workshops or workbooks because I know that journaling seems to be a really awesome way to get through a lot of these processes that we are going through. And just having a short, quick way to do that is obviously amazing and easy and simple and help you get through that real quick. And I also want to say that, you know, I've been talking so much about this October retreat, but I've decided that this is definitely not the only retreat happening, right? Like we are going to be doing quarterly retreats, maybe even more often in the future, but definitely four times a year. And so to stay in the know of all of that and find out the fun locations that they go and that they end up at, you can text retreat to 707-347-0723. It depends what you want it to become. If you want it to become a business, then set that intention and move forward with that level of, you know, priority. But if you're just experimenting, if you're figuring it out, if you're, you know, chasing your joy, let it be that like we've gotten so far away sometimes from even just doing things for the sake of bringing us joy. And I think that's a big part of the challenge we're all facing in our culture. But like, you know, just thinking about that time is like what lights your soul back up. And then that gives back to everyone else. So that's another big thing I'd say is I think as women, especially, we feel like our desires, our passions, our interests are being selfish, quote unquote. But think about how you show up when you just came back from an art class or a dance class or whatever brings you your joy, volunteering. That 
reflects to your children, to your relationship with your spouse, they can feel the difference. It's like something even as small as if you and I have an interaction and I give you a smile or a compliment, you return that back and you feel that. And that carries through your day and all your relationships as well. So imagine something so much bigger, like whatever your heart is lit up by, you know, that hour of time versus one little interaction. It actually is like, it's giving more to everyone else in your life. Um, So that's another piece is like, almost like don't fall for that messaging around like it's selfish to do this. Like you're going to give so much more to everyone in your world and you can't even see the ripple effect that that's going to lead to in their worlds as well. I love that. And I love how passionate you are right now about this. Like you're <laughs> lighting up. You're so excited. Yeah. Like, honestly, like that's such a, such a huge take home for everybody. Do Good. again, like live your bright life. And okay. So <laughs> like, where can everybody find your book? Like I already got a copy yeah. off Amazon for myself. I know so it's there. Sweet. Yes, it's on Amazon. It's on Audible. So if you're an audiobook or podcast listener, you can do that. I narrate it so you can just hear me reading it to you. (laughs) Yeah, it was really fun. Um, It's on Barnes and Noble website. And I think those are the main places. So kind of whatever your vibe is, you can find it in any of those. And then um, for me, I'm I'm at hijessicajohnson.com or Instagram at hi Jessica Johnson. And there you can find all the things, my programs, my book, like podcast website, anything else you need. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yeah. I highly recommend this book. Just even like you said, even reading it in little pieces like that to, you know, fully absorb it, like just change your life, you know, change your life, like (laughs) go follow your bliss, like do what lights you up. Like uh, honestly. And if you could leave, you obviously gave us, you know, advice for chasing our dreams and doing all of this. But if you have one tangible tip to leave everybody with for self-care or, you know, a self-love practice or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So my favorite thing is even just as simple as like a short walk or something most days. I think that whether it's the beginning of your day, I've been noticing this lately because I haven't been as consistent. I used to do this every day without fail and I've been moving around a lot lately. So, but I notice a big difference, even just getting my morning going, getting that fresh air, sunshine, if that's what's going on or whatever's happening outside or at the end of the day, kind of taking all the energy from your work day and the stress and the emails and like just giving yourself that break. I think really does a lot to like reset you. And then again, bring that back to everyone else in your life, but also just kind of have your moment of getting still with yourself, thinking like letting it all fall, thinking about what you want or what you don't. And I don't know, I just think it's under underrated, but it's free and it's so powerful. Takes away from this, you know, and, and can really, really learn to, to follow this, you know, and follow their bright light. Yeah. Thank you you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Like, thank you. Likewise. I love what you're doing. Your message is so powerful. And so for everyone listening, I just, I feel honored truly. So thank you for having me. You chase your dreams, you know, and your whole world, like just changes. It's so it's exciting. So yeah. I'm so happy you got to make it to another amazing episode of the Ready to Rise podcast. Don't hesitate to share this with a friend that needs to hear it. Send it straight to their DMs. Take a screenshot, throw it up in your stories, tag me in it at Hello Audrey Rose. 
And don't forget, if you leave a written review on the iTunes app, that also helps people find it. So if it resonates with you, help others find it. And I can't wait to hear how much you loved this awesome episode. Have a blessed day.